I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit abyssbattery.com. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, What's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Hey guys, we're back with Wad Layton on the Chase Tales podcast. How are you doing today? <laughs> what the fuck? What was that? <laughs> he was in a he was in a bad mood, folks. Dude, that was like a freaking radio commercial. You know how they like at the very end, it's like some exclusions may apply. Please see a new coupon for details. They go down the whole dang thing. That was like the the, the beginning of okay. Look, y'all, oh Walt God. Walt is in a bitchy mood today i would just straight up say it he, he can't get in he can't get internet and i swear to y'all it's like you took a k took a bottle from a baby he's screwed okay. he is screwed i'm not upset about not being able to get internet no i'm not it's not that i'm not able to get internet it's the fact that i was told when i built this house that there was a high speed ds or not dsl but fucking cable, yeah, cable yeah, line yeah. yeah you heard high speed but right DSL. yeah and i was told and and comes to find out i can only get like one to four megabytes per second speed and i don't know if any of y'all have a podcast if you do doesn't matter if you ever ever tried to watch more than one freaking video at once on that kind of speed it sucks it just sucks so this is the third iteration of this podcast and layton just came up with a perfect idea to break my frustration i appreciate you because he, he was about to leave i i no, I literally was. I was like, I've been here for two days, and I've had enough of Walt being me and him being stuck in these four walls. I'm telling y'all, I'm yeah. So this is this is episode this is uh, the third version of episode thirty three, um, which I'm glad to say that we've broke the thirty mark. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, Leighton, for being patient with me. Oh, you're very welcome, sweetie. We're gonna we're gonna this episode kind of talk about what's coming down the pipe in 2018 for y'all. And I know that's kind of boring to an extent because not all of y'all come on here to know what's coming. But we gotta tell y'all. But we have to tell you. I want y'all to be excited about it because we're excited about it. More importantly, Leighton doesn't care to hear me talk about it anymore. So I got to talk to y'all about it. So, and at the end, no, I've got this because I just had to. I had to do this to make him be in a halfway 
great mood, I guess. I don't know. He's, I'm telling you, he's, he, I'm, yeah. Let's just, mm. but uh, anyways, at the end, Walt's going to tell a funny ass story and I'm going to tell a funny ass story, or we're going to collaborate on one from whenever we were younger. Okay. Um, something funny as hell. Something to bring some levity to the situation. Yeah. Okay. But first, we're going to get to some business. And the most important business, we need to say thank you to our sponsors. So I'm going to start off, as always, Wild Edge Incorporated. If you haven't used their system, if you haven't invested in their system, if you haven't tried their system, you're a loser. I'm kidding. That's rude. That's 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 yeah, rude. That's rude. That. You're probably you're probably just a Gator fan after all. But it's all good. You're it's... Lose our list. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, guys, if you haven't tried their system, if you haven't looked into it, if you haven't picked up the phone and called Andrew direct to ask him questions about the system, please. Oh, that's what we got to do. Everybody who's listening right now, please pick up the phone and call, call. and call Andrew Walters at Wild Edge Incorporated and ask him about his system. Do it today and see what happens. I want y'all to call and and say, hey, we heard about you on the Chasing Tales Outdoor Podcast. He said you had some great information for us regarding your climbing system. What can you tell me about it? And while you're there, after he's sold you on that system, use the promo code ChasingTales10, ChasingTales, T-A-L-E-S, 1-0, to get free shipping on your order of a tree stand climbing system. Now my turn. All right, Walt. Open my box. This thing called Bow Hunter Box Club. What was it last week? Have we ever talked about them before? I don't. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's like Christmas once a month for us people that you know geek out. Yeah. Well, that's you truly. But true story. Yeah. But anyway, Bow Hunter Box Club. Walt opened my box last week, wasn't it? Like last. Yeah. yeah or no, last weekend. Sure. No, it was last weekend or something. Sure. Something. Whatever. A little while back. <laughs> the, the weeks all all the weeks yeah, are flying yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. Um, damn. damn. Opened your box. <laughs> well, open my box. Instagram live. I got this really cool, windy thing in there. Cirrus. Yeah, see something. I don't remember the name, but I just know, I just know it tells me the wind's blowing left, right, up, down, side, side, swirl. In a really like precision fashion, it's got like oh, these yeah, little micro like, dots, and like yeah. Thing. We, we, we used it in the house, and I didn't realize like the fan is off, the AC is off, and there was like oh, currents. I didn't. I didn't know air moved. Um, it's gonna be really surprising when I walk outside the house. We get blown from the side and be flabbergasted. Well, you're gonna have to buy your own because that's mine. Oh, good luck packing it. No, I'm just kidding. No, nah, it's in the box in the truck already. So, anyways, y'all go check out Bowhunter Box Club. Um, it comes on the tenth or tenth uh, through I'd say the twelfth every month, probably. Yeah, give, or um, give or take. I call Walt or I text Walt and say, "Hey, where's my box?" Starting about on the eighth because I never know with him. Um, but yeah, check them out and. You know. What's the promo code? I don't know. Civet. I don't know. Take the wheel. I don't know. It's the same one for all of them. I know, but I can't. Chasing Tales, T-A-L-E-S, one zero, to get 10% off one year or one month. Yeah, and if you do the one year option, I think it turns out to be like 10 months is what you, you end up paying for. free. Yep. Saves you 80 bucks or something like that. So it's close. We're, we're not accountants. Um, Walt is. So let's get the business out of the way. We'll be pretty quick with this. Business out of the way then. Business out of the way then. All right. So. There's some cool things coming down the pipe for us. One, we are toying with the idea of opening up a blog on the website for people to share their stories, DIY projects, and stuff of that nature too. If that's something you'd be interested in doing, please send me a message and uh, voice your interest. If we get enough of a following, uh, we may go that route. If not, there's probably going to be a blog that we just contribute to uh, periodically uh, for when I'm at the work at, at the office and don't feel like working. I'll write up a nice story. <laughs> What you what you biting your lip over there for? Come on, send it. 
No? No. All right. It looked like it was good. It was. In addition to that, we have uh, opened up our first listener group for the podcast. So what this entails is the group is called Chasing Tell Tales. That was Layton's creation. This whole podcast is Layton's creation, honestly. This episode is. I'm I'm basically just a freeloader. Um, I don't I I don't edit anything. I don't run the website. I don't I don't do anything. I said this episode. I did not say the podcast. Or if it came off as the podcast, it's just this episode is mine. So the, I know I did, but sorry. So um, we all know, we all know. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't butthurt. I was just, I was just running with it. Yeah, he was. Don't let me fool you. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. This is my baby. Anyways, chasing tall tales. It's a closed Facebook group. Is linked to our Facebook page. It is going to be a community where you can share stories, ask questions, kind of like everything else that that's out there, but with one big caveat: the emphasis being on the hunt, making the hunt better, and kind of having like this area where you can share your stories whether it's that spike or it's the uh, 400 inch bull and you can put it in a place where everybody's going to be positive there's not going to be any hating and the idea is that we're all chasing that experience and we all have something to add to that so if you're going to come on there and add to the group or ask to be a part of the group um, no advertisements without prior approval you can put blogs and things of that nature up there if it shares a story or a diy project so long as it does not come across as being advertising but i would recommend everybody messaging me ahead of time all the rules will be in there pretty soon yeah i'm gonna put a i'm gonna put a a facebook live video up there it's a no bs yes group a no bs bs group right yeah so it's no bs bs group just have fun add to the group create conversation hunting conservation fishing all that good stuff. There's going to be a lot of photos coming through there for Leighton and his saltwater adventures. Probably late spring, early summer. He's still nursing that that shoulder injury. That and quite frankly, it's 40 degrees outside. I'm not getting on the boat. He'd get on the boat if he could. No, I couldn't. Yeah, okay, maybe. I'd a group. I was about to say. I'd a grouper. I'd a grouper. I'd a grouper fished in December for sure. This is the man that went to Academy Outdoors the other day. Found clear. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday found clearance J uh, circle hooks and like. So was stuff, stuffing them into his sling so that he could carry more at one time. I bought 46 packs of hooks and I paid 98 cents a pack, normally 499 I mean, come on now. Somebody like uh, I'm with you. I'm with you. I got you. I saw the deal. I almost bought it and I don't even fish. I was like, this is a good deal. Um, but yeah, so Chasing Tales podcast. Also, mm, so excited about this. This has been in the works since about November. I, talk- I don't know what he's fixing to say, y'all. No, I don't. I would like to unveil the title of our spring series. <laughs> <laughs> this is new news to me, FYI, for real. Though. Too Hot to Trot with Harv Dog Harvey. That is going to be the name of our turkey hunting extravaganza that we're going to kick off this spring. We have lined up to at least two turkey call companies with the owner and the manager. One of the guys has got 75, you said yeah. approximately. The guy's got like 70-something. Been doing it for 50. Yeah, diehard turkey hunter. He's got the Grand Slam like four times over, right? He's I don't shot know about all of that. Yeah, and he uses a slingshot, right? With like right. one yeah, yeah, yeah. With, no. with one stone. These guys are stone cold killers, y'all. And uh, Layton also has a small mafia of turkey hunters up in Thomasville that have uh, incredible turkey hunting abilities, calling abilities, and uh, one of which is Brandon. He's been begging us for like, well, yeah, and he's been begging us, dude. He sends us messages almost every day saying we just never can make the schedule. Yeah, can 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 I come on the podcast, please? And and uh, you know Molly's gonna let him come out to play eventually. And uh, no, she's not. Molly doesn't. Brandon plays whatever he wants. Oh, so it's it's Brandon's fault he ain't been on the podcast. Oh, you hear that, Brandon? 
You best you best get your happy ass down here to Tallahassee so we can work. Oh, we ain't coming all the way to Tallahassee. You can come to us. There's two versus one in that situation. Maybe we can do that and go for a turkey hunt at the same time. I got to take the two of y'all together. No, just take me. We'll put him up in a deer stand somewhere. Okay. I was about to say, the two of y'all together, we ain't killing shit. But yeah, so uh, probably starting about mid-February, we're going to start the Too Hot to Trot with Harv Dog Harvey series. That'll be the episode titles. God, y'all know I did not make that yeah. up. That is, the mo- that is the worst title I've ever yeah, heard. First off. That's going to be the turkey hunting series. It's going to be some great guests on there. If you know anybody who would like to come on and talk turkey hunting, send me their Instagram profile. Michael Waddell would be nice. Me and him get along pretty well, I think. <laughs> Walt had to pause for a brief radio break. Brought to you by Bowhunter Box Club. Bowhunter Box Club. Bowhunter Box Club. No. So, I'm, my landlord's coming to check out the old place. I am keep getting messages from my wife. Um, reminding me as if I'm going to forget. I had forgotten. So that brings us to one of our last, uh, pieces of business, which is what do y'all want to see this summer? We put out, uh, a couple of saltwater fishing uh, episodes. They did moderately well. I don't know if people were expecting them. Yep. Our audience was smaller. Um, so Layton, I don't know if y'all knew this. Uh, he woke up the other day and swiped his debit card and ordered a 31 foot poor man's yellowfin. Right? Is it or poor man's Mako? Poor man's yellowfin? Yeah. yeah. What's a shearwater? No, it's a what's it called? Cape Horn. Cape Horn. This thing has a GPS tracking device that brings you to the grouper. You don't even have to drive it. It brings you to the grouper. Um, hooks the grouper, reels them in all while you drink a beer, cleans them the whole no, I'm kidding. But it's beautiful, it's gorgeous. I'm jealous of Cell. I'm not even gonna lie to you. Um, so we're we have the opportunity to bring you some awesome saltwater stories. If that's something you're interested in. I'm glad to bring it to you. I think that's something kind of cool that everybody we talk to from the Midwest and up north, it's like tons of people don't. Our yeah. 80, I'd say 70, 80% of your population doesn't get to go see what. Right. right. Me and you kind of grew up. Yeah, we're kind of spoiled rotten yeah. actually is what it is. So we can bring that to you. And I also want to know what y'all want to see out of the podcast. Realistically, what do you want in the summertime? Because we can continue to sell stories and we're probably going to stick to that as the 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 backbone of this podcast. But do you want to know what we're doing in the off season? Do you want uh, some food plot people to come on here and talk about what they're doing? Uh, land management companies. I can reach out. I have contacts. Layton has contacts. Um, and I have itchy thumbs. I can text people. I can oh, send people really messages. Um, so just get us some feedback. Also, we're looking at doing a giveaway. We want to build up our iTunes listeners. So we're considering doing a giveaway to get us up in the 50 to 75 review category by the end of this year. We got 21 five-star reviews this year. I'd like to see that number double, if not triple. So be on the lookout for an iTunes giveaway. And also, we're going to be doing a spring giveaway for for some uh, turkey hunting stuff. Turkey stuff, for sure. Be paying close attention for that. We've been getting a lot of messages for hats, shirts, lifestyle apparel for our podcast. I am trying to judge whether or not that is something... Whether it's feasible. Whether it's feasible, if it's something we really want to invest our time, because there's a lot of time that goes into that. Um, If that's something that y'all are interested in, fine. If not, we might put our dollars elsewhere and uh, maybe bring you higher audio quality, do some traveling to go see some folks. Um, Our fall isn't set. Our summer isn't set, except Layton's kind of is. He's going to be working. Um, So let us know if you want the apparel line. We might do a pre-order. Um, if we don't have, you know, an overwhelming response, but let's say 30 or 40 people say they want hats. Well, we might just go ahead and kick together a pre-order for it. 
Um, Leighton's been talking to some suppliers. He's gotten some awesome stuff uh, lined up. We're doing some samples just to kind of see what it's like. And if that's something y'all are interested in, we can, and we get a good, great enough response, we will go that route. Yeah. Mic drop. We're done. That's all the business. That's it. That's all the business. All right, y'all have a good night. And uh, until next time, I'm just kidding. That's only 15 minutes. And y'all have to listen to us for at least another 30. No, at least 30 total. 30, 30, 30 total of storytelling. Yeah. What? what? <laughs> so, uh, so, total. so in an effort to make sure that you have... Um, a proportionate share of this podcast. What what funny story would you like to talk about? I think me and you, you need to talk about Clay Hole. Which time at Clay Hole? The only time me and you went to Clay Hole. So we're telling turkey hunting stories today. Why not? I mean, it's, it's fitting. Almost, it's almost turkey hunting. I know. It's a month away. Well, it's two months away, but whatever. Uh, for <laughs> me, a month and three weeks. But who the hell is counting? Two weeks. Yeah. Who's counting? Me. So anyway, real quick, before what, we do that, what, 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 what is your turkey hunting goal this year? Oh, I'm going to limit. Or I'm, I may not limit... But I'm going to have five or six birds killed in front of me, and I'll kill one. So you want to kill five, one no, bird? I'll kill one bird, and then I'll take five or six other people to kill birds. Okay, so you want you want to have a hand in killing at least five or six birds? Yeah, we killed four in the first week last year. I didn't say you couldn't do it. I'm just asking just oh, for yeah, clarity's sake. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't want to kill five birds. I don't care. If I, if I, I, I shoot one turkey, I'm happy. I like taking people. I love to – Walt knows I well, love to take people. Yeah, you do. And actually, I, oddly enough, like to take people. You got to kill one. I do, I do this year. Um, I'm going to be a stone cold killer this year. Um, so, and, you know, there's one more piece of important business that I forgot. And I'm glad we're talking about goals because Leighton had a goal last year to kill a 130 inch buck or bigger with his bow, or he went vegan for an entire year. Now, I feel like we should take pity on Leighton on this because he did blow his shoulder out. Well, he blew his shoulder out long before the, the season began. Yeah. But. Being the prideful young man that he was, he didn't go get it tended to immediately December. until December. December. You want to say it like that? Yeah, I will okay. say it like All right. that. So he, in the middle of his rut, the prime time for him to have been hunting deer, he was taken out, and he won't be able to draw his bow back until at least September. So If I'm lucky. I don't. We don't even know if I'm going to get a bow hunt this year. Hence the at least yeah. September. Um, so I need y'all's feedback. Should we let him off the, the hook, or should we come up with like a cone of shame? How should we go about this? But So one bird killed by you. With a shotgun, yeah, you're not cool. gonna take your bow because you get a crossbow. Nah, not interested, just the shotgun. I, just don't, I can't pull it back either. Well, it has an automatic crank feature. I don't know if I can get it on. <laughs> I've tried the past two summers to get it on. I can't get it on. Well, there you go. So uh, one sh- one one bird with a shotgun. We'll see how bored I get. Four to five. Yeah, four to five. Uh, having a hand in that. That's cool, man. You gonna get any of that on video? You you got to use it down here. You live in the middle of five hundred thousand public acres that you can turkey hunt i think you need the camera and you know guys that's actually not an exaggeration no I've got, it's not i've got five hundred and fifty thousand acres of a national forest right across the street yeah, literally true. right across the street so if walt doesn't kill a turkey this year it's his fault he sucks as a hunter um, i've even got people i've got people volunteering to come down from pennsylvania to make sure i get put on bird well i've done it and i mean i've got you close like twice or three times and you just no clay hole well, you didn't get me on a bird on a clay hole Oh, I didn't? They were gobbling the whole time? I said close. I didn't say kill. Well, close is also kind of deceptive, it sounds like. I have a habit of choking in the moment, so if you say two to three times and then close, okay, it makes it sound like I choked three times. I've only choked on one bird. I'm going to put Walt in front of a turkey down here in Florida, Lord willing, work willing, time willing. I hope you can't. I hope you're so busy on your job, you can't take me turkey. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Truthfully, so then I can, yeah, relax come wintertime. Um... But yeah, so Walt has plenty of opportunity. I mean, honestly, Walt has 
I have, I guess, a better chance, but Wall has more variety. Honestly, he has he has a lot more places he can go. Well, and I drew a couple uh, quota permits too uh, for some some reserve areas down here, and I'm re-putting in again today for an Osceola tag down or per, uh, quota permit down in South Florida. So, um, we need a contact from South Florida. We need some. Is there anybody in South Florida who listens to this who would like to ha- to host host Leighton and I for Osceola turkeys? I don't know anything about Osceola turkeys. But I just, those are the prettiest birds to me. Maybe second only to like a Merriam, depends. But I love those Osceolas. So if you're in South Florida, Middle Florida, you got some Osceolas, holla at your boys. Um, okay, but you were saying you want to talk about clay hole. Yeah, I was like 16 and you were like 18 or 19. Yeah. No, 20. You were 20 because we're four years apart. We're not four years apart. You're 93. Yeah, you're 28. I'm 24. That That's interesting that that story's been so long now because... That story tells me that that was when I first started turkey hunting hard. Because yeah, I was so seven, if, 17 and you were 20, yeah. 21. So yeah. I 20. I was 20. Because if you were 17? Yeah, so you were 21. I was 21. So 21 is when I started chasing turkeys hardcore because that's when I started. So if that's the case, that means this has been an eight-year journey on public land and and some very yeah, finite right. private um, to kill a turkey. And he had a chance. I've had multiple chances. I have had multiple chances, and I have screwed them all up for a variety of reasons. But... I've only choked once. For the record, that is a butthurt feeling for me because he is going to hammer the fact that I choked until the day I die. I disagree, but I'm just going to accept it and take it. So talk about Clay Hole. Okay, so Walt calls me. Why was I even over there? I mean, it was turkey season. Why was I even at the bar? You were fishing, weren't you? I don't know why that was there. Was it spring break or something? No. Yeah, yeah I think it was it spring been. break. Yeah. For some reason, I went over to the bluff middle of spring, which is yeah. not common. No. Summertime is when we yeah. normally hung out. Um, So I went over there and Walt's like, you want to go turkey hunting? I'm like, where the hell are we going to go turkey hunting? Your parents let you make that trip for the first time for spring break is what it was. Your parents let you come all the way. No, mom was there. Was mom, she? Yeah, oh yeah. I no, I, I went to the bluff and I was 16 by myself. I don't remember that, but that's fine. Go ahead. You weren't there or so you were working. You got a call? Yeah, probably. No, he was too cool then. Then he was hanging out with his friends. <laughs> He was bartending at night and working all the time and going to school. <laughs> See, there's an age gap between Leighton and I to where I step into a realm and he's a couple steps behind me. And it's no fault of him, but he's just younger. So I step into the college realm. He's still in middle school. So it's one of those High things. <laughs> it's one of those things where um, there was there were times where you and I didn't hang out much, and that was one of them. Um, but anyway, so some reason or another, some reason. I was over there. Some somehow Walt was off or something, and and he's like, "Hey, you want to go to public land?" And I mean, I was tripping out. I was like, "I don't know about all this shit." Why? What were you? I, I just I didn't. I wasn't crazy about public land. Why? Or I didn't know nothing other about people? it. I didn't trust Walt, honest to God, to be known to be about on public what? land. What? Yeah, turkey hunting. I didn't trust you. On- well, what did you not trust me to do? I just it's public land, man. I don't know. It just it just. Were you afraid I was gonna shoot you? No. Okay. I just. Like, you were afraid we were going to run off the property line or something like yeah, that? Yeah, or we okay. were going to run into somebody else, like what ended up happening with a shotgun. Remember, we sat, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get point. to that. Man, you don't have to refresh, refresh my memory. Go ahead. So, me and Walt, yeah, he was doing a lot of drinking then. Um, <laughs> but he's laughing about it. <laughs> I'm laughing so I don't cry. <laughs> so, anyway, he calls me and says, hey, you want to get turkey? And so, I brought all my shit and... You know, we shot bows a little bit or whatever. We got up, and he said, hey, you know, there's this place with turkeys, and I think you and somebody else had been in there a couple of times, and you'd heard them or something. You'd I just hunted there. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany and I hunted in there, actually. 
No, no lie. That's not a joke. Tiffany and I hunted in there. So anyway, Walt was like, yeah, there's some turkeys in here. And I was like, all right. Well, I was still, I mean, I'm still young in turkey hunting. There's still a lot more for me to learn. But I was a lot younger in it then. I still killed some birds. But I was like, Walt, where's the thickest damn place on this piece of property? I mean, literally, I was like, where's the nastiest place on this piece of property? He's like, here. So there was a pond here, and it was open, and there was ponds, and it was just, I mean, it was nasty. So Walt's like, all right, let's set up in the open. Let's put the decoy out. We're using some foam decoy because it was broke as shit. Yeah, there was some like, uh, freaking yeah, budget. It's like eight ninety nine. No, it was cheaper than that because like I, got, I got it like for like three bucks on clearance in the Walmart bin because it was out of the box yeah. and they just like slapped a sticker on it. it was like this is what we'll charge for it. And I was like, okay. Um, so we said like hard. You remember those like no, it was soft. No, no, the one we used or maybe we used mine. The we must have used one. yours because mine was like little, this like uh, dense rubber that you had to like bit, like yeah, punch to try. Yeah. Well, see me being the frugal person that I am. I found a box of 24 Jakes and a box of 24 Hens on Amazon for like 12 bucks. And I was like, I was like, fuck it. I'll just sell yeah. some to some friends or something for eight. Yeah. I'll sell for five bucks a piece. So I ordered these boxes and these big old goofy headed Jakes come in. They're about the ugliest thing you've ever seen. And then these Hens come in. The Hens are pretty legit. I mean, they're not avian x legit but they're you know they look like a hen there's, there's less detail to a hen yeah so you, it's easier to get away with so she was gray and you know all that shit so i put her out there and i killed a couple birds over had a few jakes over shot like two of them threw them away got more well me and walt put that out anyway so we're sitting there and i'm what did i do crow call or something early or hoot out or it was something early and we got them to gobble yep and i was like well shit they're close so i mean they were close like 200, 200 yards. I mean, they were close. And I was like, shit, they're coming. I mean, they're going to come. But then I, didn't, then I didn't think, fuck, we're on private land. We're screwed. You know, like, we're, like, private You got to cut the difference. Yeah. The, the distance. It's yeah. going to be, well, not necessarily that. They're just not going to work like they do on private land. So, yup, 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 Walt. <laughs> Literally, he's like, <laughs> like a dog over there trying to break. I'm like, dude, calm down. Calm down. So, they gobble. They get close. Well, hold on. You're skipping over why I was panting that hard. So we shot gobbled or uh, hoot out, right? And they all like, well, like two or three went off over in that in that in the pine thicket where we ended up facing off in the left. When we sat down, we were facing to the right. We were facing to the, the right, and when you went yelp yelp yelp, and it was just about cutting daybright daylight, and we're starting to really get there. The woods exploded. It wasn't just two or three turkeys going off. It was like there's six behind us here. There's three behind us over there. There's three behind us over there. And up until this point, hunting public land, I've heard like some distant yelps or or or, or uh, Gob- gobbles. I hadn't heard anything with any kind of gusto to it or like fired up nature. I bet you we had. That's probably eight or nine birds. Oh, there around more us. Than that. Those, no, those eight or nine birds. Like shooters. Because mm. we had at least three or four behind us. Then we had we we spooked the three or four that came out the woods there, and then down in the holler that I found later on, there yeah, were so at least like nine. Yeah, so and they could have been jakes and gobblers, but whatever. Yeah. There was still it was probably five, four or five gobblers yeah. in that groups. Um, but so Walt was just literally just freaking out. Mm-hmm. He had never heard anything like that. So what I did is I kept calling, calling, calling. And these birds, would they would come to the tree line. Literally, they would come 20 yards from the tree line, and they would stop. And they would hang up. And they would not come any further. I mean, it was just... And then they'd go back. And then I'd bring them back. And I did this, like, for an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was ridiculous. Mm -hmm. And then they started going the other direction. Come to find out there's a field or something on the other side, and that's where they wanted to be that morning. So Walt's... (laughs) 
Walt's freaking. He's shooting my gun that morning again. So we go to get up and, and all this shit and go get the decoy. Well, we saw these footprints on the way in. Yeah. <laughs> Walt's like, oh, those are old. We're good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and I was like, you sure? That looks pretty fresh to me. And uh, so we go to get up and this dude stands up. I mean, we never saw this. This is why me and Public Land just don't. Whoa, you're still going over way part. Oh, 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 no, 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 no. I know which hunt you're talking about. I'm thinking about another one. Go ahead. No, I'm thinking about the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the other side of the, of the, of the lake. On the lake. Yeah. So How he snuck in there, I don't know. In. He yep. got in there, way we there was no truck there, though. Remember? We pulled yeah. up. There was no truck. Well, I don't know how the hell he got I don't either. But either way, he got in there, and when he stood up, you couldn't see him. I mean, he was... He had a leafy suit and everything. He was up in the mulberries. Yeah, you could... I mean, he was perfect. And when he stood up and was like, what the heck? And we're like... Sorry. We were here, too. You know, like, that's that's public land. That is the way it works. Um, So, then we go to walk out, and I got a few more birds to gobble. Um... But, yeah, so Walt and me get up, we get our decoy, we wave at him, say bye-bye, get the heck out of there. And so we go to walk out. There's a few more birds. And Walt's like, dude, that was so awesome. Like, (laughs) I have never, I mean, like, he was like a kid at Christmas. And I'm like, you didn't even get to shoot nothing. Hell, you didn't even get to see nothing. I was like, well, I did my job. You know, but, I mean, he was, I've never seen Walt probably besides, the only other time I've seen Walt that jacked up was whenever he went trout fishing with me and Dad one time. Yeah, that was a good story. He was freaking out on that one, too. That was a good story. He was like a schoolgirl when they were on this turkey hunt. Now, fading into another turkey hunt, the one that y'all have already heard about. Well, let's not talk about that one again. No, 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 I'm just reiterating. Oh. Walt was freaking out then. Y'all should have seen him when this other bird walked. Oh out. yeah, like he was—he should. He was shaking for probably forty-five minutes. Oh man, I mean it was horrible. I am like the Stan Potts of the hunting world. I am right there with him. I get so animated, man. Like if I shoot something or I do something, don't listen to anything I say for like the first thirty to forty-five minutes after I shoot it because that Joker is a nine hundred inch non-typical. Outside the ears by four feet, whitetail buck. You ain't until kidding. I promise uh, you, until, until you put the hands on him. Well, until I calm down a little bit, but I get so excited that I can't find the way to communicate that excitement to people that I just exaggerate. I oh, just that, go way off the no, head. Me, that's dad. You and dad get so with oh, yeah. deer. I ate up. I'm getting ate up. oh with you and dad. Y'all freak about deer. I I have found in my life that people are starting to introduce me to people as like, hey, this is Walter. He likes to bow hunt and hunt deer. I'm telling you, I know you like to hunt deer, but this guy is like obsessed with it. He is four times like I, I evidently this is kind of like a something I obsess over. I can't like click out when it's time to go hunting and fishing. Well, see, you obsess over over that. I obsess over saltwater fishing, yeah. turkey hunting, and work. Yeah. Like that's my three things sure. that I do sure. in the gym. We have our little niches, but there's there's a little bit of overlap there. And my turkey hunting has really ramped up in recent years. Like I've really started to enjoy it largely because I live in close enough proximity to you. I have somebody there to actually help me in that learning curve. Because seriously, all I have is my dad. I'm and not that good. Well, I mean, I you're better, you but you're, but to have you is better than to have nobody. I mean, I'll, I'll get on a, a diaphragm. I'm learning diaphragm calls and it's a, it's a, it's a slow agonizing process and I'm terrible. I'm, I'm absolutely horrible. Well, see, I'm going to cut in here. Walt yesterday, I told him not to buy the call that he bought. I told him not to buy the call that he bought, and he bought it anyway. And it sounds like a squawking hen or a squawking, a squawking uh, duck. Yeah. It's like, I'm like Walt. 
It is. There's no cut in it. It's a mouth call, diaphragm call. There's no cut in it. It's just straight flat. It's it's so bad that even my dog opposes to the noise of it. Um, but I told him not to buy it. He's like, oh, this is the learner's. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really bad. I I didn't think Leighton. Only reason I I I, I should have listened to him. I don't know why I ever don't. But I didn't listen to him only because I'm hunting. Well, almost anything I don't huh? listen to you about. Since when do I listen? To, do I listen to yeah, anything you since say? When do I listen to you? Oh, exa- exactly. Yeah. Most of our fights have come over. We should fish there. No, we shouldn't. We should fish here, and then we don't talk to each other for like six weeks. Anyways, um, I'm to- I'm horrendous with it. And Leighton will sit there and be like, "That that wasn't bad. Really wasn't good, but that wasn't bad." And then I'll hit the. I'll start yelping. I'm, I'll come around the corner. I'm like, "Oh, I got this." And I see Leighton. He's just like, "I'm gonna shoot you if you don't quit making that noise." I don't know what that noise is. See, now I know what Mama went through whenever I was younger and I had knee surgeries and it was coming up to turkey season. Now I get what she went through, like me trying to raise a kid and teach him how to just yeah. shut up with the turkey call. I know, I know just enough to make myself dangerous in the in the turkey woods, but not enough to actually pull the trigger. Clearly, um, but another. So going back to clay hole, though, it's interesting to me because the first opportunity I had to kill a turkey was at clay hole. And I was using that 870 wing master that I have from 1975 with an extra full choke in it and with Number six, lead shot. No turkey shot. Nothing like this. Yeah. And and I'm still kind of torn on whether or not to go that route for mine anyways. At 30 yards, I've got a killer pattern, number six shot. I mean, that bird ain't going anywhere, okay? But you're probably going to be farther than 30 with your calling status at this time. Ow. Okay. <laughs> I was I was intently listening until you – until uh, Yeah. If I ever hit the lottery, I'm going to bring Walt a custom-built turkey gun that'll shoot one at 80, so I know that... Wow. Okay. Don't even call, Walt. Just stalk and stalk and pull the trigger. Stalk and pull the trigger. Ooh. Well, anyways, y'all. Um. <laughs> See, I never get him, but when I do, it's good. But Dad and I were hunting at this time, and we were hunting two food plots back, and there was a bird gobbling down, down, the, down in the holler. And he was he was coming quick. He, he was one of those where I wish I could have seen him coming. I wish we had set up on the road because, A, I would have seen him coming. But you know he was just, like, running down that road because you'd yelp, 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 gobble, 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 yelp, 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 gobble, gobble, gobble. And he's just getting closer and closer. I got my decoy put up over there. And I'm watching, I'm watching, and he got silent. And Dad's like, don't worry, he's coming. He's just gotten silent. I'm like, okay, don't worry, keep silent. And I'm sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm watching, and I'm watching. I've got this, like, 10-foot window he can't, he's not going to see me before it's too late if I'm paying attention. Right. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. In hindsight, I think I remember him spitting and drumming, but I didn't know what that noise was at the time, so I just ignored it. Yeah. And so I'm sitting there and my second biggest passion, which is duck hunting, I'm sitting there and I hear, and I look up and see six wood ducks zoom over me and drop down into that holler. And I made a mental note of it. I'm like, okay, oh, that's cool. And then I see just this quick turn of the head. I went, oh. Fuck. Sure enough, that gobbler had walked out and was sitting there. When I t- tilted my head up 20 yards away, he turned and looked right at me and just, t- and just. well, he didn't even take off because if he, if he, he, if he had taken off in the direction he was coming, I would have still been able to shoot him. But he, he just kept this one bush in between me and him and backed up slowly and slowly and slowly. And then he started to walk across he- the field. <laughs> no. So he didn't, you didn't spook him. He just seen something he didn't he like. He saw something he didn't like. He don't like turkey calls. He doesn't. Um, so yeah, Clayhole man, Clayhole WMA down there in Southeast Georgia, man. That was. Oh, if I lived there, I'd kill turkeys. Oh yeah, if I if I was still there today, I think I'd still be killing turkeys because that was a really turkey turkey spot. So yeah, and they burned it. They don't do that with a lot of places. 
Well, they burn. They burn a decent amount. Uh, we found some burnt. We found some good burnt stuff and some good sage. No, was that sage that was on there? Yeah, sage grass uh, flats back there. So that's gonna be fun. You but. just gotta find where the roost where the water's at. Because yeah. they're gonna roost near the water and the. I think they're. I think they're going down to that creek, man. I don't think. River. They're gonna be right there. I mean, you'll have some that roost up top. Yeah. If the mosquitoes get bad and yeah. somebody, if you know anything about this, I I truly believe in it. The mosquitoes get bad enough; those those turkeys move to the pine tree flats because really? they just can't handle all the mosquitoes down there in the bottoms. I really believe so. Because huh. I mean, we'll have them roosted in the middle of Harry T's from where I mean, like you'll go to the river some morning, you won't hear a bird. Next thing you know, you turn around that big old circle out there where there's I mean, there's a little water, but nothing. You know, there's no big body of water they'll be in a 200 foot pine tree and i'm like why are you out there you know like why are you in the middle of the pine flats when you got the river right there you don't what do you do you think they're adapting your hunting pressure by chance no no this can be any day of the week no because we don't always ever we don't ever start on the river we just ease down we did yeah we did it's because i knew he was there okay yeah (laughs) is he still there no damn it tried him for two years yeah that was a big bird. That bird's dead. Yeah, from from old age. Yeah, <laughs> that, that bird. Yeah, man, that that hurts. I mean, I did kill two in that same bottom last year. Did you? To the right, where your bird walked out, I cut into the right right there and killed. Dad killed two. Back in that thick stuff. Yeah, to the right. Yeah. How'd you How'd you get in? How'd you Just get in walk. there? Just walk. But you wouldn't. I wouldn't think you'd be able to get a shot off in oh, there. Yeah. Really? The one there at seven and eight steps. Oh yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, that morning that we were there, they were they were gobbling back right back in there, so that makes sense. Anyways, I think I think where we're at, we told some good stories. We got some more turkey hunting stories coming down the pipe. My goals for this year, I don't we didn't touch that. No, we didn't. I want to kill two turkeys this year. One with the gun and one with the bow. And and look, I, I can see the look on your for for the listeners, Leighton has this like, yeah, okay, and I want to win the lottery look too. But my thing is I've never done anything easy. Neither have I. Right. The hell was that noise, man? That Everybody's gonna be wondering what the hell that was. He was—he's stretching, y'all. He's tired. Trying to get my shoulder undone. I got an hour drive when I leave his new house. He's moved thirty minutes further than he used to live. Anyways, now that you're so, done, now that you're done bitching, I want to—I've never done anything the easy way, and I want to kill one with the shotgun, and then I want to kill one with the bow, and I'm hoping that I can kill one with a shotgun here, and then I have an invite to go down to Gainesville area and hunt turkeys, and maybe I can convince him to help me put one on with the bow. So. That's my thinking. I want to kill one with a spear. Yeah, I tell you what, you kill one with a spear, I'll buy you another Duramax that day. And no lie. So, so help me, in front of all these listeners, if Leighton Harvey kills a turkey with a spear, I will buy him a Chevy Duramax. Hell, I'll get you the GMC trim. You sure? Promise. You want to make that promise? Promise. Promise. Okay. promise. All black, nice chrome, four-wheel drive, highest trim. Might be a $100,000 truck. Kill one with a spear. You might eat those words. I might. But if I do, that's going to be some hella content. So I'm okay with it. <laughs> I won't be getting the y'all. Well, guys. I'm going to dig a trench and let them fall. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh-oh. That's actually kind of clever. Um, well, guys, we're going to let you go at this point. We love y'all. We appreciate everything that y'all are doing. We are breaking records with our downloads every week now. And that's terrific, which means y'all have been spreading the word. Please, if you got a chance, go to iTunes, leave us a rating review, send me a screenshot, and when we do get the decals in, cough, cough, Elena, we will Elena. <clears throat> we will send you a decal to say thank you. Until next time, I'm Walt. I'm Layton. No, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Y'all get after it. Well, then don't you want me to say I'm Layton? There you, you go. did, didn't you? I'm going to run it. You ain't. 
putting what yeah. I just did. No, you're not. Okay, then we'll start over. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when I heard that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan, I thought, what's the catch? But after talking to them, it all made sense. There isn't one. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they sell wireless service online. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash waypoint. That's mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash waypoint. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details.